have found the podcast gear. We are ready to podcast. That is the order of things. Always check under the pillow. Alexander Dyson, I am constantly accused of losing things in this household. Constantly. <laughs> Virginity. <laughs> yes. <sighs> and Can we- never find my wallet. That's the yep. big one. I'm always leaving the house going, Have you seen my Reese, have you seen my wallet? And um he's very good at finding things. Yeah. He's very helpful at finding the thing. El El is so good at doing that as well. Yeah. And I was literally thinking the other day how grateful I was <laughs> yeah. for having someone who could do that. Exactly. Reese is like, oh, you put it, does he say you put it down in the yeah. thing? Yeah. Because I, I have a terrible memory. I have really one of the worst memories. Like every time on this Both podcast. Both short and long term? Short and long term. Um, partic- long term is particularly bad. Ooh. Every time on this podcast that you say something like, um, have you ever been caught outside without the keys? <laughs> or whatever it is that, you know, you have, you have questions and things. Yeah. I am put on the spot to answer it, and I, I, I don't even think I'm alive. I don't have, <laughs> I have no memories. I don't have memories. <laughs> memories. I have no long-term memory. What's a key? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I cannot. Reese, I could not. Have you seen my keys? <laughs> I have a, my mate, who's going to be the best man at my wedding, Chris, has this incredible memory. Right. Incredible memory. When I used to live with him in North Perth, Alma Road, we used to live together, and I was still losing things. And he was Maurice. <laughs> we weren't dating at all. Maurice is in the name. He <laughs> <laughs> was my Maurice. Marrying, he was my Maurice. That's no, not bad. Have you used that in comedy Reese. before? Yeah. Maurice? <laughs> what are some famous Maurice? Is, I is wouldn't Ma- know. <laughs> I can't tell you. I know none. Is Maury Povich? Is Maury short for Maurice Povich? No, it's Maurice. I think one of the characters in Big Mouth, maybe. Yeah. But anyway, so, and still to this day, actually, I can call Chris. And he will remember where I lost my wallet. <laughs> That's how good he is. Back but in Elmer Road. Yeah, and he'll remember teachers. Like, what was the name of that teacher that I got in a fight with? And he'll just be like, bang. Wow. We'll know it straight away. Okay. And so Reese is that for me now. This has continued to this day that I still have a bad memory. I'll leave wallets around and, and not know where they are. But in my defense, yep. right, I think that I'm a better... I'm better at planning to not lose something. Oh, it's a, it's a defense mechanism that you have come to, you know, I would say yeah. almost genetically, f- yeah. Darwinistically have adapted to yes. going, I do lose things, I do forget things, therefore when I'm in the motion of putting a thing somewhere, it'll be the most obvious spot. Correct. I sort of think, like when I, when I first started out in radio, People were, and other people studying out in radio would, were writing down lots of notes yep. to keep notes for the shows and stuff. Much and like we do every birth episode. Well, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Precisely. You know, the, um, the rundown ev- oh, yeah, by yeah, every yeah. two to three minute slots. Yeah. And you can tell. <laughs> you can tell the prep that's gone into this pod. Yep. Um, we employ a kid who's in prep to get it ready for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the prep that Hopkins goes into it. prepares these. Pod dog prepares these. No. And so everyone else is writing these notes. And I think to myself, if I just get good at not having notes, mm. then I'll never have to write another note in my life. Perfect planning. Now, whether that's been a success or not, <laughs> that's, up, that's subjective and it's up for debate. But same with the losing thing. I think to myself, you lose things all the time. So so just 
be very careful, particularly when you're putting something down, right? Don't put it on top of the valuable thing. <laughs> you know? Like, sure, sure, like the best way to not lose the passport yep. is to not put anything else on top of the passport. Passport. It's valuables to the top. The food pyramid. Yeah. But opposite. You want your sweets exactly. down the bottom. Exactly. You want your breads and grains at the top. Yeah. Anything you've got lots of, <laughs> you can hide. Yep. If you've only got one of one thing, that thing, do not put anything on top of that Absolutely thing. Absolutely not. And then when you're looking for said thing, you can use just your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's we were looking around for a good 10 minutes in the car, multiple times, different rooms, under the pillow in the spare room. For the podcast equipment. The roadcaster was there. Couldn't couldn't find it. And I've put it I've and put it in the in the spare room, which we use to fold washing. And Reese has Absolutely, put a giant hotel level pillow on top of the bag, <laughs> and I'm meant. I'm yep. I'm I'm accused of losing things. No, not good enough, Reese. Not good enough. From Now, the astute of you may realise that this podcast is very, very slightly late, but Mm. we're going to put it down to a reason that is good, and that reason is love. The aforementioned Reese Nicholson, although he does put pillows on top of things, let's hope that doesn't extend to uh, faces, Kyron, as you are marrying this man. I am marrying this man. And you've been organising a wedding. Yeah. Which is delayed at... The podcast a little bit because a lot of admin to do for a wedding. Yeah, I mean, there's a shitload. We we thought, um, we thought, <laughs> we thought. Look, this is the year that we're opening not one but two bars. Yep. Um, Bob Bar, Big Bog. Yep. Get amongst it. This Comedy is the Festival. year that we're going to do renovations to our kitchen. Beautiful first half stuff. of this year. Yeah. You know, um, why not get married? <laughs> in the why not get this. married as well in yep. the midst of that? Mm. Um, and so, yes. Why not we renovate are, our relationship? Yeah. You know? <laughs> we're upsizing. Yeah. Well, we're really downsizing. No one else is allowed. So, as for me, who's someone who um, hasn't even organised his own birthday party before, mm. um, what's the first step to it? you got to get a venue. All right. This is this is Alex Dyson's layman's wedding yeah. organiser. Got to get a venue. You are. You are way ahead. <laughs> You are so far ahead of the yeah. list of things. But whereas I'd be Mate, you gotta it. pick a date. And you gotta pick a date oh, so far in advance that nothing is planned. That that we need to have a plebiscite and a change of yes. law <laughs> before Yes. Before we can get yes. this wedding done. Depending who you are. For, I'd get a venue and get a law. Yes. That's <laughs> yes. Yeah. So you got the law. Have you got yep. the venue? We now have the venue. Oh, we've got the venue. Great. Two of the most important yeah. things are in. But the date <laughs> thing is like because, you know, we also, you know, yes, we we got engaged so long ago that I can't remember <laughs> not being engaged. Um, see earlier in the episode. <laughs> um, that's how long ago we got engaged. It was so, so long ago. Um, and we had to wait for this this law. And then once that had all happened and we didn't sort of want to, we weren't going to be like one of the first to jump in or anything. Or there's no rush. No. 
you know, that um, we sort of got engaged early in, in part due to protest. It was like it was mm. it puts more pressure yeah. on those around you and um, and and your yeah. communities. I'd feel that like if you if you're opening up for the Boxing Day sales mm. and there's no one standing out the front. Mm. You know, you can just relax, you know, take your time. Yeah, we'll open these doors whenever. There's no one waiting there. If you've yeah. got a big crowd out the front ready yeah. to jump in. Yeah. Then, uh, if There's more pressure. You, you've, exactly. You so what do you do? What do you do? You, you sit everyone down out the front of the doors <laughs> and you ask them if they want to go in. <laughs> exactly. Not even that. You sit, da- you sit everyone down who doesn't want to go in <laughs> and you ask them if the people <laughs> sitting out the front of the shop should be allowed to go in. <laughs> That's that's the normal so thing we got the to law. do. We got the law, yeah. you know, because the the people sitting at home, yeah. who already be who for them is a sale every day. What a shame! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a shame we didn't come up with that material three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> you could still do some topical <laughs> plebiscites gear. Come on, I think people. Reese is still doing it. I think people are done <laughs> with topical plebiscite gear. Um, Unless the government fails on another <laughs> front in the future. And uh, climate change, what do you think? Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. What do the oil companies think of this? Let's, yeah. let, let's ask them. Yeah. Should the coal be allowed to marry the fire? <laughs> um. uh, with this government, that's an arranged marriage. <laughs> Uh, it's a foregone conclusion with this yeah. government. So, um, so yes, yeah, so no, so we we got engaged, and um, you've got to pick a date. And the thing is that if you're in entertainment, your diary is is packed is is like it's very far in advance, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, with Reese travels around the world, so it is a it's a nonstop tour. Like it's very Rolling Stones in that way. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 <laughs> so it less is less women, less cocaine. So, but. Uh, <laughs> But otherwise, exactly like the Rolling Stones. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, basically, now let me, if I can get an analogy here that mm. suits what you're trying to do with this wedding. Mm. If Reese is one continuously touring man, mm. he, his life is Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock on the bus. And yep. what you're trying to do is pull a wedding up next to him on a flatbed truck... <laughs> Jump onto it, yeah. Whilst you're both going sixty miles an hour, yeah, exactly, precisely. <laughs> but the difference here, oh, actually, it's exactly the same as speed because we don't want the momentum to be slowed, yeah, oh, on the bus. Not. No, 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 indeed, because yeah. you don't want to slow, you don't want to like halt your yep career slash bomb, um, <laughs> just for a wedding. Yeah, not at all. Also, reboot ideas. <laughs> Speed three. Yeah. <laughs> I think we know the plot. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> so, so you got to pick this date really far in advance because the diary is really packed out, and you know you've got to put you've got to give everyone warning for a wedding, particularly if you know I'm from Perth, he's from Newcastle, we lived in Sydney, now we live in Melbourne, uh, and we've got friends around the world from all this touring. So it's you know there's a, there's a lot of yeah. moving parts to getting our communities and our friends and family together. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got to pick one really far in advance now. Let's say, let's say you were engaged recently, and you've got to pick a date, uh, two, two years, two to two. three, two oh, to three man. years away. Yeah. yeah, this is how long the calendars are. When I say the calendars are built out, I'm not kidding around. We were just calendar shopping. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It only goes a year. That's the most you could get. Exactly. Actually, we ended up getting a fifty pad of monthly um, 
calendar paper. Okay. So, yeah, I could I could put one. You know. So you're turning papers. Thirty, turning 30 papers, pads in. Yeah. You know, fifty fifty pages down, hundred pages down, and you've got to pick a date, and you've got to make it. You've got to make a decision. It's not just picking a date. You know, you're you're analysing what's the best date. Mm. What's the best date? Who gives a <laughs> fuck? It's two years away. You can't discern between dates. Yeah, it's tough to it's tough to say, isn't it? Uh, like, wh- because why the, is one day put, better than another? Because the problem is, like, if you're picking a date, you know, mm. you can't, you know, you, you want to avoid the the big boys. You yeah, know? you don't want to be on the grand final. Grand final day. You want to avoid Jesus Anzac days. Day, Jesus Days. 9-11, if you can get around it. Yep, that's you know. already our enga- that's already the day that, that's our current anniversary <laughs> oh, is currently 9-11. So you got to avoid that. The problem with booking two years in advance is the first year, some terrible disaster could happen. Ah. And then the next year, yep. it's the anniversary of that terrible disaster, yep. which you exactly. there's no way you could have envisaged. No. And it ruins your day, <laughs> you know, and people's lives. But your day. <laughs> what about, no one thinks of your day. No one thinks of no. the people who's... 35th wedding anniversary was 9-11. So you picked it. Have we got a day? Can we, we do start the, the official mirth countdown to, <laughs> yeah, yeah, to yeah. the mirth marriage? Because <laughs> that, is, that is a good one to do yeah. because... Um, <laughs> but that's what, that's what all the um, great TV soaps do. There's always a big wedding at the end of a season. Exactly. The plot of our lives was getting a bit boring. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we threw in an illegal marriage. We So as we were saying, uh, the podcast slightly delayed due to yeah. love and Kyron's love of administration and calendars, mm. um, but also because of love, because I went to a wedding on the weekend, okay, um, around the Kangaroo Valley sort of oh, area, cool. a place called Wombat Hollow, you know, Great. very Enid Blyton yeah. sort of <laughs> spot, but a bit more Australian. Um, so that was all good, yeah. and but Wombat Hollow, in the bush somewhere, of course, and so people were staying at towns scattered around the place and being the man that i am leaving a little bit late to pick up some accommodation mm-hmm. saying where do you want to stay i looked up very expensive everywhere buses are picking people up from key areas i'm like i don't want to be a pain and say come to my airbnb or whatever yeah i'll get where I'm someone in else sydney. is could you pick me up from sydney please? exactly so i'm like okay well i could catch the train down mm-hmm. the barrel hotel is one of the options walk from the station people are already getting picked up there great I'll um, do it. Now, I have accidentally named the venue that I'm going to tell this story about. Would you like me you to do what? some editing? No. I mean, that's the, there's nothing we could do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Good. Um, no one could edit audio in this room. The prep mm. kid can't do it. Yeah. No. Anyway. We put as much work into the post as the prep. Yeah. On this um, show. And there's a little motel off to the side, apparently. I wasn't in that. I was upstairs. So maybe mm. the side was good. But upstairs at the Barrel Hotel <laughs> was the most abominable <laughs> place I, Kyron, I have ever <laughs> stayed. I backpacked through Russia. <laughs> you know, I have stayed at hostels. In Albania. I know you love a deal. Upstairs at the Bowral Hotel. <laughs> it was... It, I could not believe how my skin crawled walking in there. Tell me about 
Tell me about the tartan carpet. <laughs> the stained tartan carpet. I want to. I, I was going to say I want to hear first the worst story of accommodation in Russia slash Albania. So that, well, so it was that, all quite reasonable. So that we can get a picture I... <laughs> of what we're dealing with here. Well. It's all quite reasonable. Mm-hmm. Genuinely, like the Moscow hostel was awesome. Like mm. student go through, great accommodation, you know, yep. shared bathroom situation, but clean, nice. What'd you pay for that? Oh, like three rubles. <laughs> <laughs> not much. I don't know what that is, but it sounds cheap. It's not a whole lot. Yeah. Um, 80, 80 bucks a night. Barrel Hotel. So I I expected it to be reasonable, you know. That's because I've been at, I've stayed at like hotels in Perth for like $130 a night, Mm. right? Your own room, but I've like $80, okay, shared bathroom. It'll be reasonable, okay? I stayed at the pub in Mount Gambia. (laughs) It was bloody reasonable. This, the 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 bathroom didn't have a door on it to get in the bathroom. So from the Mm, corridor. That's tough. Well, I, it did have a door. I walked in the door, but then there's a side door which is just open to the corridor. <laughs> so I used a key <laughs> to get into an irre- irrelevant door, a redundant door. <laughs> then to the right, it's the open grotty showers. Uh-huh. So you can look, you can walk past the, the bathrooms of the corridor, look in, and it's just a shower curtain. So I'm nude behind a curtain as you walk past. Nowhere to have your clothes. There's old, you know, when when a um, piece of soap has been used so much, it's down to it's like it's pretty flimsy now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that tiny, was, that yeah. last little thin. Yeah. About three on the floor. <laughs> you know. Well, you know the rule. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be bending over to pick up the soap. Not in the yeah, not in this place. To- <laughs> toilet one, no toilet paper in the toilet. Eighty dollars. Eighty. The room. It was a beige. the The r- bed in the room was twenty centimeters from the wall on either side. <laughs> beige box. Yeah. Get the biggest bed you can. That's, <laughs> that's, that's what I've done room. there. I or could have not. They, or has a bed arrived and they've gone? Phew. That was close. <laughs> <laughs> I could not believe it. Um. So I slept in the first night. Second night. Old friend lives up in Mit- Mittagong. Said, oh, I can stay at mine. Yes, I checked out, cast my $80 to the wind. Yeah, did you? And went, what was the complaint? What do you mean? Like when you oh. left, obviously you complained. What did you say to them? Well, I said, You'll be hearing from my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Bar is open for business. Yeah, man. It's killing it. Tacos when, have started. Taco Palace in the uh, in yeah, Bob in the has been uh, pretty delectable. Wednesday, get Thursday, of, Friday. Get a little bit of jackfruit up yeah. Oh, delicious. I mean, I haven't tried that one yet. I've just had the meat. <laughs> <laughs> well, you and I differ. But they're very delicious. All very, very good. 240 Little Collins Street is where you can find us. <laughs> As we work to bring you Bob and Big Bob for the Comedy Festival, which starts in six weeks. So there's a few things we're counting down to. Comedy Festival, mm-hmm. Kyron's Wedding, oh, yeah. also Kyron's Marathon. This is what I've been trying to work towards for the last little while. Ooh. And so last week, I put a call out. I announced that I was seven weeks into my training schedule. 
Um, I put the call out. Should I do the marathon? Because I'm training for a marathon I haven't booked into yet. Yep. It is the Great Ocean Road Marathon. It is on May 17th. It is just before my wedding. There's clearly a reason why I'm doing this. (laughs) Oh, you're trying to get trim. (laughs) Got to be jacked for the wed. Yep. Um... So, so putting in the hard yards should you know should I actually do the marathon? That is the call out. All these texts have come in. Thank you very much. You can always text Murph on. Oh four oh two oh one one three three two. But you don't have to because I ran fourteen point five kilometers yesterday and I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much. It's too far. It's too far. Well, maybe some of these texts will sway you into getting it was, there. It was. It is a long way. I, I mean, ran... I told you that last week. Yeah, I know. And I thought you're an idiot, but now, now you are. It's you tell All the right, truth, well, what, what, Anything on the burner that we could, uh, we could farm? Yep. Sean from Canberra. G'day, boys. I've done two ultra marathons at uni. No, Sean. The ultra. This. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. He's going to fail uni. Oh. <laughs> Spending all his time no, out No, that, that dedication, Sean. First of all, hats off to you. Mm. But. You're an absolute madman. Says, honestly, I think it's all just a mental game to not let yourself give up when you do it. I believe in you. Thank you, Sean. Just keep running between now and then and you'll get it. But what about if your feet hurt? (laughs) You know? Yeah. (laughs) Is that mental? I guess pain is mental. Well, here's here's the way Sean signs off. But also, they can definitely be brutal. (laughs) I mean, I've pretty much given up running because my last one broke me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Didn't add that one. Because so, the ultra marathon mixed messages from Sean is about two or three kilometer swim, a hundred and seventy kilometer bike ride, and at the end of that, Chiron, you do a marathon. Absolutely not. That's the Hawaiian Iron Man. Absolutely not. Uh, Lauren has sent a text. Um, says I haven't run a marathon, but I work for the company that does the timing for a lot of running events, oh. including the Great Ocean Road Marathon. <gasps> Not trying to put you off, but there's always a lot of bloody socks and vomiting. <laughs> okay, so we've got someone who said that running and doing this actually they, broke them. They stopped it. Broke them. You've got bloody socks and vomit yep. waiting for you at the end of the Great Ocean Road. I yep. mean, it's a picturesque part of the world. I don't remember any shots of the Twelve Apostles next to a pile of vom and a bloody sock hanging off the top of Lockhart Gorge. Not promising. I mean, we, we've all seen a little bit of vom out the front of the lawn pub, but that's a different kind of marathon. <laughs> all right. Travis has a better outlook. Says, did the New York marathon in November manage to do it in three hours and 38 minutes? Travis! Tra- clap him in. Look Travis. at that. Says, definitely do it. Such a good achievement. I trained for six months. Happy to send my training schedule. I reckon Travis your new go-to man. I reckon... Um, <laughs> yeah, because unlike the other texts, doesn't seem to have a downside <laughs> to his own. Well, he said such a good achievement. And you know what? Doing it in three hours and 38 minutes is a good achievement. It certainly is, yeah. But um, I took an hour and a half to run 14 kilometres the other day. Yep. 14.5. I don't know if I'm going to get to three hours and 38 minutes. If I don't think I'm going to be able to do, f- what, four times as far... May, in almost. twice the time. Yeah, three times as far. Three times as far. Yeah. But again, it's not... You're only racing your body. Have you seen the uh, Simon Pegg film, Run, Fat Boy, Run? <laughs> no, but it speaks to me. <laughs> 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 I 
Well, you, you watch that because you hit the wall. That's he talk, talks to you about hitting hitting the wall around Pushing the thirty the something k, yeah, k right. mark. And so I think once you get through that, it's uh, home and host. Well, I, I, I the fourteen was so far that I ran out of track, like because I run the Merry, I run along the Merry Creek, right? Mm. And I ran like so far that I got to in my little route that I take to get down to Merry Creek and that, and I could see that the track was running out. It was there was going to be no more track along the creek, right? And it was like coming out into suburbia. And at that point, I don't know what to do because run into suburbia. Well, then you've got you've got roads to deal with and traffic lights and yeah. all, like all that sort of stuff. Yeah, run past it. But whereas not well, I don't know what's after it. Well, more running. Well, luckily another thirty k's, mate. Luckily, as I'm approaching this, I can see it ahead of me. I can see suburbia as I hit the bit that where the track runs out and it turns into the road. Little voice comes over my headphones and goes. Halfway point. <laughs> uh, one more text here before we shoot off. Do a final final text. We're well past the halfway point of mirth. Yeah. This is the sprint at the end where um, you, you need to forget the blood in the socks. Yeah. You need to forget this is a the vomit mark. gurgling in the gut. And you just need to put in the hard yards right to the finish line. And not, we cannot be like the man I watched a gif of the other day come the end of an ultra marathon, do a bit of a, a, you know, oh, what a feeling leap at the end. Definitely broke his ankle. It rolled over so bad. Lay down, didn't make a finish line. Imagine finishing a marathon by breaking your ankle. Don't want to be doing that. Particularly in celebration. But here we go. So, one last text from Ellie in Newcastle. Um, says, single greatest moment of this show ever. So, Ron, it's right. Lol, this is not Triple J. Sorry, Murph. <laughs> <laughs> it's a catchy jingle. It certainly is. Yes. Now, the number you're looking for is... Have you still got it in you? Oh, Triple J's number. Yeah, uh, if you want to text Triple J, 0439 757555. We will be back uh, next week. Who knows? Perhaps on time. <laughs> and on budget. And, uh, Wait and see. Should be good fun. Bye, Merv. Bye. Bye.